so Sariana and I were just in Publix, and uh, a random Stan Haney listener said, What's up, D-Train? He walked right up to me and said, God, I hate Junior. And then walked away. See, Junior, whenever you do dumb shit, it still comes back on me, man. Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the ACT Computer Studios in Cape Coral, Florida, it's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up, what's up, what's up, OG5? It's a Monday and I figured fair is fair if Stan and Haney can use the audio from one of my Facebook videos as a Stan and Haney promo, then by God we can use it as a uh, What's in Your Head podcast promo. True story, I didn't make that up, that wasn't a thirst trap. Sarion and I were out Sure. Well, I mean, no, no, it is a true story because otherwise I would just be posting fake videos all the time. And I don't how, post how fake can videos. I, how can I come up with an idea to burn Junior out of the No, it, it was. See, Katie's used to it because Katie was down here when I first started working. She'd been in the radio station, she'd been to the concerts. And so she was kind of used to when I worked at the radio station, people, you know, saying hi out in public and all that. But Sariana, you know, she came to stay with us right as of my tenure over there my six years are wrapping up and so she she pretty much knows d train from the waterman and d train show and and all that and so obviously i don't get you know shout outs that much in public anymore and so we were just walking through the store and guy yelled d train and she looked at me like who's that and he walked right because i fucking can't stand junior <laughs> and then she walked away and she's just like who was that? Like, oh, that was a Stan Haney listener. And so I went out to the car and I recorded it that and posted it on the Facebook page. And apparently uh, it hurt Junior's delicate sensibilities. And so he played it for Stan. Oh, he saw it. Oh, he played it for Stan. Stan then made him record the audio. And then they played it on the show. And now it's a promo for the Stan Haney show that they intro into going into their show. Oh, I haven't listened in a while. So now I need to listen just to. Well, because Carrie called me. She's like, they're playing your clip on 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 the show and so i tuned it in because i you know she just called me and then um she called me her day she's like they're playing it again but now it says something about the stan haney show so apparently they've turned is it into a, a bumper is it is it fair to say that junior's a new dave over there he's kind of taking on that role but he's kind of put himself into that spot you know <clears> i don't, don't want to talk too much about it but nah. you know you know it's just he's kind of falling into that role and you know when you when you're the producer of a show whose demographics of a certain age, and then you come in there talking about how you're in love with what's her dick, um, AOC. AOC, and then you know, going into your rhetoric, he, li- about, he likes that horsey smile, huh? I guess he just thinks she's the bee's knees, but anyhow, I just, <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Um, we're gonna do something we never really do because Gordon pointed it out to me that, um, you know, Tom McDonald, you know, we, we obviously we play this. Hi, my name is Tom McDonald. Welcome to the show. If you are easily offended, then you probably should go. But the great thing about Tom McDonald is he is a marketing genius. And he realized he'll never get mainstream radio airplay. Not that he probably doesn't want it or even needs it. Um, but he also knows that he makes a shitload of money off of iTunes and YouTube and all that stuff. And so you really want to get your material out there at some point. And um, mm-hmm. I guess people reach out to him and say, hey, you know, can we use your music on Twitch? Because I try to play on Twitch, and Twitch shuts us down, and can we play it here and there? And he basically put <coughs> out a YouTube video saying, hey, here is my 
my approval for free use. You can use any of my stuff on any of your content. And if anybody shuts you down, just simply play this video. And so Gordon and I thought, well, what the hell? Let's give it a shot. Let's play it on our podcast or just one of his songs and see if YouTube mutes us or Facebook mutes us or tomorrow I get my PP smacked by YouTube for playing quote unquote copyright material. So let's just. As uh, long as it's been released. So, Which these have. So let's just sit back, sip our, our whiskey, and enjoy some Tom McDonald. Screw a pronoun, because everyone's a retard these days. Here preaching at the protest that hates is the problem. But hating straight men, white folks, and Christians is common. Coca-Cola telling people they should be less white. They preach intolerance, but if you disagree, they fight. There's a race war here, elections based on fear. Black lives only matter once every four years. Soldiers died for this country, and every one of us benefits. Give welfare to the bums and forget about the veterans. Black folks and white folks divided by the news but we are all the same we are red white and blue ashamed to be american okay that's cool because honestly we are all ashamed of you too y'all are so fake oh no the forecast said that there'd be snowflakes whoa you can make us now clearly there's some hip-hop artists out there who are claiming tom mcdonald's saying the things he says just to get airplay and this and that and my feeling is regardless if he truly believes in the things he says the fact that he's saying things that need to be said is perfectly fine with me i have no problem if he you know he's saying it tongue-in-cheek or whatever he's doing it for the money as long as it's being said i don't give a shit because it needs to be said well and there's a whole crew of them now on the tom mcdonald channel on um pandora at least mine i'm getting more burden f joe biden well see uh, my problem with the f joe biden and more of that stuff is starting to build up between bryson Burden and um, Topher and all them. My problem with the Let's Go Brandon thing is like one or two people put out the song and then it, it hit number one on iTunes. And so now every tag along wannabe hip hop artist is making their own version of Let's Go Brandon so they can try to make a, you well, know. And these are the same guys. And, and some of these guys are actually just saying fuck Joe Biden now on their song. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's escalating out there. That is for sure. At what point does the lady who did that interview? The one who coined the phrase, let's go, Brandon. She was just some innocent reporter trying to interview some guy who won a race. I don't think it was a NASCAR race. I think it was like a sub. It, was it a NASCAR? Like It was NASCAR, bud. Okay. Main NASCAR. And everybody's out there screaming, fuck to a bunch. Like, everybody's see, they're cheering, let's go, Brandon. And for those who don't know, that's where it took off from. I wonder if she's proud that she started that or because she works in the... the uh, Climate in which she does and the people who which she works for, I wonder if she's hating that and if she's been called into a few uh, corporate <laughs> offices and, and like, uh, yeah, you kind of inadvertently started something here that... Uh, yeah, so what happened, if I remember correctly, they were chanting F. Joe Biden mm -hmm. while she was interviewing the, the winner of the race whose name was Brandon. Brandon on TV, and so she was trying to cover it up, saying, look, Brandon, they're all cheering for you. They're saying, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, so it's... Uh, it's definitely a thing. You see the t-shirts everywhere these days. I know uh, I've been seeing some TikToks and that where people are just kind of whining and saying, come on, you guys can get over it, which it's just another reason to double down. Um, yeah. Morgan, I don't think, I don't know if Junior hates me per se. Um, let's just say you live in one shadow long enough, you're going to get a little moldy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't think of a cool term to come up with. I've been working on that for a while. Moldy, no. Salty doesn't really work. Salt doesn't grow in shadows. It does grow in caves, but anyhow, you know what I'm getting yeah. to. <laughs> um, Gordon and I, you know, we've been kind of banging on fast food restaurants a lot lately, and it's kind of old oh, hat. Oh, my God. I got another story. Well, go ahead and get your story, because I was going to segue into our hatred for fast food, into what both you and I have kind of inadvertently started doing, not because we hate fast food, but because goddamn inflation's gotten so expensive, thus fast food's gotten expensive. Well, 
But go ahead. My fat ass don't need to be eating fast food anyway, but because we get busy, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I cook most of the time around the house before and after work. Uh, so, you know, this weekend. I made tacos tonight. This weekend, I made pork chops and I'm asparagus. A good healthy dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you still grow asparagus in your front yard or have you given up on that? I, you? you know what? When we had the rat invasion, the garden came out. Rats, because all rats all over my vegetables. Rats. But uh, yeah, I um, decided we, we had uh, we're putting up the tree this weekend. You know, happy wife, happy life. Uh, wanted she wanted to get it up a little early, so we did that. And I, when you're doing shit like that, you just want to grab fast food real quick. So I ran down to McDonald's, the one that actually operates properly. Hold on, I, I I don't want to. Sorry to interrupt you. I was looking at the Facebook live stream, right? And we know they yeah. had like the top follower, top comments. They just got something kind of cool. And Morgan, I know you're an OG five, you're a Patreon member. Is that a little asterisk I see there? Yeah, see what that what says. Anniversary follower. He's, Follow what's in your head podcast. He's got the third year anniversary. So that's what I was going to say. Here's your challenge coin. Send me another email at info at d 410. We're going to send you some more stickers and stuff. This is a new feature that Facebook must have just started. But the fact that you already got a third year anniversary pin on your name, you know, we always knew you're one of the original OG5. But we got to Until we you get to that five year and then that five will line right up. God, then that means we got to be doing this for two more years. <laughs> Anyway, so maybe I went down and ordered. We'll be, maybe by then we'll be making some money off this fiasco, but go ahead. I doubt it. Um, by the time we get down, so I get down there, I order two quarter pounder. Actually, one, I actually fucked up and ordered myself a double quarter pounder because evidently I was feeling a little hungry. Don't you have uh, other fast food restaurants other than McDonald's within your venue? I, I actually just wanted that. I usually don't go to McDonald's. But you just did not too long ago, and you had a long yes. conversation with a lady who was generally a manager. Well, we went to the other store, oh, which okay. is a little further away. Okay. Out of spite. Uh, just because I knew it would be done correctly. It's interesting. Same reason I swore off Super Talkers. Well, for one three of the reasons we've been going to McDonald's employee. to get the quarter pounders is, and I don't know if they're still doing it, is they're advertising all quarter pounders come off the grill fresh. Um, so we got that. Fresh is a relative term, but go ahead. Two, two medium combos. $18.82. Yep. I said, I'm fucking done. Yes, Morgan, we do have Jack, Jack in the Box. The and they are actually cheaper than anybody else, and their quality is okay. You know, I so, swore off Super Taco out of principle for three and a half months before I went back. Did you know? Here's what happened twice. Twice. I'm a big advocate of call ahead, especially when it's not a fast food mm-hmm. joint, so that I can go pick up my food and bring it back and the family all can eat within a relative amount of time from which I ordered said food. And Super Taco is only about five and a half miles from me. And so I called him. Girl answered the phone. Thank you, Colin. Super Taco, can you hold, please? Sure. She puts the phone down as I'm driving because I don't sit and order from my house. I order as I'm in transit so that the food's not sitting on the counter. By the time I show up, they're putting on the counter. It's not sitting on our heat lamp. Oh, that's right. Everything's so spread out there. It takes at least 10 minutes to get to the store. Well, this particular chain, yeah. So I'm hearing her taking orders. She completes the order, and I hear her take another order. And at a certain point, I'm like, well, how many people were in line when I called? And so I get there, and I'm still on the phone, and I walk up. No one's in line. She's like, can I take your order, please? I said, "Uh, you got somebody on the phone. (laughs) She's like, huh? (laughs) I said, you have somebody on the phone. She picks up the phone. Can I help you? I said, yeah, I've been on hold for five minutes. And she looks at me and just hangs up the phone and says, what do you want? So I reluctantly ordered. 
complained about it to Carrie and the world. Very next time I went back, did the same thing. Can you, you please the hold? You want? Same girl. Can please hold? Puts phone down. Drive in. Walk in. Yeah. Um. What can? I, can I, what, what would you like to order? You got a phone call, huh? Same exact. Same exact routine. So finally, I swore. I swore. I swore them off for like three months, and then finally <laughs> went back. And the old man who owns the place was working. But yeah, I quit going there until this chick. You know, apparently they either had the day off or quit. But it's like one time. Whoops! Two times, and but when I pointed out, and both times did not even apologies. Look me the dead. Well, what do you want? Well, you're here interrupting my day when I'm trying to do my business by taking your order. And the thing is, Morgan Long asked if I had a jack box. Said yes, he did have one across the street from his tow yard when they were open for 24 hours, and gracefully his truck would fit through that drive-through. That's a good haul. That actually happened to me at one time at Chili's down the street, and um, but I walked in. And the manager was at the hostess station. He's like, uh, take out or for here. I said, um, I showed him my phone. I said, is that your phone number? He's like, yeah. I said, see the clock? 30 minutes. I said, yeah, I'm, on, I'm still on hold. Huh? The girl picked up the phone, put me on hold, went on break. Long story short, credit to them. Hold, please. Credit to them. <laughs> I got my dinner and Carrie's dinner for free that night. There you go. And the free beer while sitting. So they may do. But anyhow, reason I bring all that up, and you're talking about, you know, last week you talked about walking out of a firehouse sub because the food gotten too expensive, and now you're paying $18 for two combo meals at McDonald's, which rightfully so. It's not their fault. Inflation's going up. Employees want more wages. They got to pay their vendors whose employees want more wages, gas prices. Everything's going up. It's not their fault. But as you also stated, you're too fat to be eating fast food, and I... I'll get in a minute. I just ran my Savage Race this week and was just fucking, I'm struggling. I don't know it's because I'm getting too older. I've been fishing too much and, not, and I've been uh, slacking on my uh, <laughs> workout. But anyhow, you hear all these, all the, you got the Atkins diet, you got the, uh, what was the old one, the, the herbivore diet or the uh, caveman diet and this diet and that diet. You know, only eat what the paleontologists eat and all that shit, right? Paleo diet, yeah. Basically caveman diet. How about we just do... For us, it'd be our grandpa- grandparents' diet, or for younger cats, your great-grandparents' diet. Let's just eat like it's 1950. When you pack your lunch, make a ham and turkey sandwich with a small bag of potato chips and a tea and or a coffee, and that's it. No large fry, Big Macs, an extra quarter pounder, a tub of juice. And so all week long, I've been coming home, letting the dog out. I've Even though I'm at my house, I make a simple ham sandwich. Grab a mini bag of potato chips. I'm actually drinking tea because I'm trying to save money on soda. And the side effect, as Gordon was talking about, he and I off the air, by eating at home. And dad, actually, I was talking to dad about this too. He's like, I'm just trying to save money by not eating out. Eat at home. Yep. And not only are you saving money, uh, you're, you're going to lose weight. You're going to lose weight because you're not. Mom learned this a long time ago. And this was 25 years ago where she bought a McDonald's cheeseburger and it sat in a refrigerator for a few days and that shit's so packed full of preservatives and everything this shit does not rot I, there's stories you can look up online where people ate a mcdonald's cheeseburger 15 years later and there's not a drop of mold on it because it's packed so much preservatives and shit. Pe- people who live on mcdonald's will never need to be embalmed ain't that the truth um i'm so og that i still have my waterman and d train sticker <laughs> fantastic well i need to get you a what's in your head uh sticker but anyhow, yeah, so I'm kind of, let's just all just go to the 1950s diet. I mean, they had yeah, modern day much, stuff. That's what I'm doing. That's yeah. pretty much what I'm doing. Now, my doctor, cardiologist, prefers me to go on the uh, 
Mediterranean diet, which I have no problem with. Now, I did notice I have been eating a little more carbs lately because of it. Just a little bit more, and I feel bloated as fuck. I mean, the cool thing so, is you get to eat leftovers from the night before, but the biggest change is no soda. Back then, soda was a commodity. You know, the guys would take a thermos full of coffee or tea or even water or something. So, Well, even when I was losing weight, I lost all that weight during the no sugar, no grains. It's just, unfortunately, it's just so effing restrictive, right? Well, now he's so, restrictive. But I didn't work out. I lost weight and I didn't work out. And through COVID, I really haven't worked out like I should. Well, I've been back just using the life at the gym three days a week, just using the lifetime um, elliptical, which is way better than the pro core because you get a better range of motion. Mm -hmm. And that's kicking my fucking ass. That's how out of shape I am. So I'm just, I'm focusing more on cardio right now. And then uh, just a little bit of weight training. And then I'll probably switch in a month and a couple of weeks more weight. You know what I'm saying? Trying to go back and forth a little bit. To, to level it out because I have been doing weight training and no car, car little cardio so I'm swapping the other way because I know I need to work on that bigger than shit that'll help it come off see I'm kind of the uh, other way all the fishing and kayaking I do that's great upper body <clears throat> but it's it's primarily cardio it's not like I'm paddling a 120 well pa- 280 but does your heart rate get up? if I do what we call long paddle um, I don't track my kayaking because I'm floating and fishing, but like if I'm at the other end of the canal and I'm done and I know I got 20 minutes to get back before the sun goes down, I do a quote unquote long paddle where I'm paddling for 25 minutes straight. I'll clock it and I can get my heart rate up. So I don't track a lot of that, but I do it so much. I got the range of motion. Then a lot of times I'll go fishing and then I'll come home and run three miles or I'll do 30 minutes, 45 minutes on the mixed fitness bike or occasionally i go to the gym but the problem is i i didn't go to the gym as much as i used to i didn't go work out on morgan's ninja warrior kit in the last few months um i only did my bucket carry my sandbag carry once or twice i ran with my 18 pound vest maybe once or twice so anyhow when i got out and did the race this weekend cardio wasn't the problem it's all grip strength forearm strength and so what i need to start doing is one of the things morgan does to train for american ninja warrior he gets a it's like a broom handle and he cuts it in like a six inch length, puts a little bit of sand and um, paint on it and then puts an eye ring on it, gets a ratchet straps and either puts a 25 or 45 pound plate and just carries the damn thing up and down a sidewalk like a maniac and that gets your forearms and your mm-hmm. grip strength. So I need to work on that. But anyhow, well, Morgan wanna... Long, congratulations. You lost 50 pounds on keto. We, Katina wow. and I, we both ended about 35 pounds. We kind of came off because we were concerned. As, as you heard on previous shows, but everything checked out. Then we got COVID and just couldn't get back. Morgan, uh, I, you asked the question, why does Junior hate me? And that, I think that's part of the answer. When I when he started working with Stan Haney, I was I was right at the apex of my weight loss, and he, he was slowly gaining weight. And so there was a period of like three weeks where I was bringing in all my size 38 and 36 pant and giving them to him because I was buying 32s and 34s. And maybe the fact that I was giving him my fat pants back in the day made him so bitter towards me that they all fit him now. I tell you, though, but being back at the gym has definitely uh, got my mood back to towards where it needs to be, um, you know, feeling better. Although I even doing cardio, I feel like I'm walking like a like an 80-year-old man. I am just sore from head to fucking toe. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I'm on day three. I'm starting to feel a little better. Um, oh, Grandma, she ain't what she used to be. I don't have my stat. I guess I could pull them up. Give me one second. I want to pull up my... Here we go. Athletes. I'm going to go to athletes and pull up my um, my savage stats from the last two years. Now, this year I went into it um, saying, you know, hey, I'm my whole deal is I really want 100% completion. I'm not going to worry about time. Usually I run for time, try something once or twice, and then run past it and, and be on my way. 
Um, so, oh wow, they actually got it up there already. No, that's, hmm, okay, March. So, Savage, anyhow, back in March 13th, um, in my age group, 40 to 44, I was 25 out of 129 people. Males, I was 117 out of 867. Overall, 130 out of 1,398, with a finishing time of 125 minutes and 58 seconds. Uh, Savage before that. My age group, 16 out of 135, but this was in the middle of COVID, so there weren't a lot of people running. Uh, males, 134 out of 1,553. Overall, 156 out of, 16, of 1,644, with an overall time of 140.54. Now, if you guys watch my video, I go into it saying, hey, I'm I'm not working about time. I want 100% completion. Did not get 100% completion. You'll see there's a couple of them I tried four or five times, which really sucked because one of them was Tree Hugger, which I've never failed before. And I will say this year, instead of sleeping in a hotel or a camper, I drove the two hours before my wave. So I got up at six and then drove and ran at 10. So I don't know if maybe that had anything to do with it. But anyhow, overall chip time, two hours and three minutes and 47 seconds. Ran a 20-minute pace. Um, now, let's see. The other one, so, okay. So the other one... Um, Males in my age group, there was only 135 last year. Uh, this year is 144. I finished 80 because once again I, was, I wasn't wasn't running. I was taking my time. But long story short, um, I was 567 out of four, 1,449. So you know, right there in the middle. And then out of all the men, I was 430 out of 915. But um, ow, still in pain. So this is the medal I got at the beginning of the year which is the same metal I got this last weekend. And then I did my Savage Anywhere where I ended up pushing the cars and doing the, the 18, the 14 uh, exercises in 28 days. And then when you do more than one event in a year, you get Savage Syndicate. And so I earned a Savage Syndicate when I did the first two and you get this big ass metal with a spinner in the middle. Woo! And um, Oh, ain't that cool. And then you get pens representing each one. Well, then You're I not going to hang those from your rear view mirror? And then I ran my third race, got another medal, and they actually accidentally gave me, so I actually have two Savage Syndicate medals, but um, they give you a pen for each one. And so that finished off this year. I will say that, as you guys know, I ran that Rugged Maniac two months mm -hmm. ago. Got 100% completion because I call it like the OCR for beginners. Mm -hmm. And it's like super cheap. If I sign up for the one next year... I can run Elite Wave for like 45 bucks. And I think if I run Elite Wave, I might actually be able to get like fifth or sixth place and actually in an Elite non-open course. Don will get there. And for some reason, the obstacles have gotten that much more difficult in Elite. But, you know, I can't do shit on a Savage, but maybe the OCR for beginners in Elite Wave, I can actually play somewhere <laughs> and, and get uh, something cool about it. Yep. Do, 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 do. So we're... we're can we talk a Go ahead. Can we talk about Kyle Rittenhouse real quick? If we must. Uh, we must. I mean, hey, you know what? Let get us views because everybody's looking for a story. Um, I'm going to go to share screen real quick. Mm -hmm. And this is just another proof of why the prosecution, I think they're just like, we're going to trip this kid up, right? So, Is it true that your TikTok name was Four Doors More Horse? What the hell does that have to do with shooting people? No, this is even even better. Let me see if I can get it going here. Well, if that's TikTok, the audio is already going to be running, so you're going to have to hit refresh as soon as you unmute it. 
I don't even hear it. That's because it's muted down in the corner. There you go. It resembled the types of weapons that are used in first-person shooter video games, correct? I don't really play first-person shooter video games. I have, but I believe there's a variety of guns, including shotguns, pistols. It resemb- there's guns in video games that Crossbows. resemble long guns. Isn't it true when you would hang out at, with Dominic Black, you'd play Call of Duty and other first-person shooter video games? Sometimes. And those are games in which you use weapons like AR-15s to pretty much shoot anybody who comes at you, correct? It's a video game where two players are playing together. I don't really understand the meaning of your question, to be honest. Isn't one of the things people do in these video games try and kill everyone else with your guns? Yeah, the video game, it's just a video game, it's not real life. All business owners, stop. Oh, <laughs> video games are just video games, it's not real life. So now, you know, obviously he effed up with the whole, uh, I don't know which order, asking about hollow points, right? And how they explode when they hit the body. And But anybody Kyle will tell tripped you. Kyle him up pretty good what, on that one. What was his answer on that one? Kyle said, uh, I really don't know. And he, so the guy kept saying, well, you know, when you shoot a deer with a hollow point, and Kyle basically is like, and I'm paraphrasing here, why would you shoot a deer with hollow point? Well, further, <laughs> answer me this. I'm not a 223 or 556 expert. As far as I know, in my limited firearm experience, they don't make hollow points for AR-15s. They're primarily for pistol rounds, correct? There are some frangible, which means they do break apart like a green tip. That's kind of what I don't know. Yeah, but they're super and, expensive. And, but they're 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 expensive. There are some that have a plastic tip on them to help slow it down because, as we know, we don't want to over penetrate. That's what she said, and uh, and and go into you know another innocent victim. Or, but, uh, or and that's exactly help. what I was going to say. What anybody with firearm knowledge would have said. Well, one, I'm not sure they make them for AR-15s, but I know they have them for pistols. And any responsible firearm carrier carries hollow points so that they don't penetrate their target carry on and hit a victim behind them like a full metal jacket you actually want you, you if you get caught carrying a firearm with full metal jackets and shoot somebody in self-defense you're gonna have a long reason to explain to the judge and the defense attorney why the fuck you're carrying full metal jackets for self-defense because you will travel through your intended target and hit somebody else Unless it's a prosecutor like this. So he's pretty much throwing the book at the guys. He's trying to get them on video games, you know. Well, you know you're yeah. only doing this because you play video games. Do you have more clips or because I don't want to step on any of them? No, no. The, the I'm, clip I'm, I, that's all the clips. The clip I liked is when he said, you lose the right to, to claim a self-defense when you have a gun. It's like, no, dickhead, you don't. Because if you do, then no one would be issuing concealed carry permits because the whole purpose of a concealed carry permit is to give you the ability to defend yourself from death or permanent physical injury. And I haven't looked up how many people have died just from a sucker punch oh. and hitting the ground. I think there's versus more guns. There's more deaths a year from hands and feet than there are any other weapon. Yeah. I think it's actually it's, hands, it's feet, knives, hammers, and then possibly guns. Well, you hear they had to throw out the whole uh, minor with a firearm, right? Mm, I heard they threw it out, but I didn't understand. I didn't hear why. Here's why: the the way the Wisconsin law reads is a minor is not allowed having a rifle or a firearm that's 
under a certain length of the barrel. Well, that gun was over. Cause think about Miner's yeah. Hunt. Yeah, it wasn't a it was pistol. It was a long gun. You exactly. Know? It wasn't an AR pistol. Well, AR pistol would not, he would not be allowed to have. Because that's, that's what I'm saying. Under, it was like 13 AR... inches, right? Yeah, I'm saying no, it was. No, full size. Correct. So it's just interesting. I think, uh, I don't know. They're, they didn't come to any uh, conclusions today with the jury. I but, think uh, it's going to be one of those, we're going to announce that shit at midnight, hope everybody's in bed, or one in the morning to try to, to negate. Now, the, the irony is, is there's people who actually believe that if he's found guilty, there's people going to protest and burn shit down, which we know is not going to happen. Well, they got 500 guard guys there right now. Well, because if he's found innocent, people will burn shit down. What I love is the fact that you see all these clips on CNN and MSNBC. There's, they keep saying this is a racially charged shooting. It's but he killed he, white guys. Uh, he he killed a white pedophile, shot another and they white guy. Never and bring up guy. the fact that 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 what's his name shouldn't even had a gun in his hand because he's a felon. And they never know? mentioned the fact. And we talked about God. This has been going on so long. God, it's uh, ridiculous. We, yeah. we played the original clip that may have been scrubbed from the internet, but w the clip, and I would almost have to go back and find it, but we played the audio clip, and the, the thing that they don't talk about on the media either, and I don't even hear Fox News saying is when Rittenhouse shot the guy, the first thing he did was call 911. And he said, hey, I just shot a guy. You may want to send... And then you hear on the video the mob say, there he is, let's get him. And that's when he took off fucking running. And just, just cranium like, him, which yeah. you know that means kill him basically. And then he didn't shoot anybody. He ran. He ran. He got tripped up. He got smacked mm. in the neck with a truck from a fucking skateboard, which could have easily paralyzed him. Then he or defended himself. Then he got up. Didn't turn around and mow people down. He had plenty of ammo to do it. He kept running towards the police. And once again, he fired on the other person after the other person who even admitted to it in court. Yeah, he wasn't pointing his gun on me until I aimed my Glock at him, and that's when he shot me. To me, from the cheap seats, it seems like Kyle did everything he could not could do not to have to pull the trigger. And I haven't seen the footage because I, I haven't been watching the trial, but I heard, and I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, please email us at uh, info at d-410.com or on the, on the comment section, but I heard that going into this case, there was part of the evidence released was there was actually FBI drone footage this whole time showing pretty much the whole incident, kind of showing that he was self-defense and it's like why didn't the fbi release this shit years ago exactly and morgan you're absolutely right that was my next one not only does yeah. did the uh, prosecuting attorney have terrible trigger discipline but the fact that he aimed a firearm i don't care if it's not loaded although the bolt, bolt was closed had no magazine in it or sights for that matter he hanged the bang end of the goddamn rifle towards the jury and he had his booger hook on the bang switch here's a fun homework assignment for you guys i'm already seeing tiktok showing screenshots uh, oh if, yeah if you do google images on this um the people uploading the images to google have gone ahead and deleted his finger and then superimposed a whole new trigger housing so that it looks like his well you can tell his finger has been deleted but it looks like from from the cheap seats as gordon said that his finger was not on the trigger so google's already or not Google per se, but people already uploading images to Google where his have finger you, has been removed from the trigger. Ha have you seen the images where they've replaced the attorney's face with uh, Alec, Alec Baldwin's? No. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, leave it up to the internet. We'll, we'll race to the bottom real quick. But, yeah, that's kind of all I have on that, that crap, you know. When I was in elementary school, 
and it was my responsibility to wake myself up and go to school. This is how I knew it was time to go to school. Wait a second, kids. Take a listen to what he just said. Carrie and I were talking about this the other day because she had a student who's in fourth grade show up late for school, and he said that he overslept. And she said, well, who brought you to school? And he didn't reply. She's like, well, whose job it is to wake you up for school? And he said something along the lines of himself. And she was kind of dismayed by the fact that a fourth grader was responsible for waking himself up. And I had to flash back to this. I would wake up for elementary school, make breakfast, lay on the couch, start watching cartoons. And when the closing theme that we're listening to now, the cartoon version of Dennis the Menace came on, I would wake up and knew that it was time to walk to school. And so this was my secondary alarm clock. I didn't have Alexa, didn't have smartphones. My parents didn't call me. Had on cartoons. And when I dozed off and I heard this theme song, I knew it was time to get up and go to school. Mine was at the end of Thundercats. Thundercats, Thundercats, Thundercats. Oh! And that was to get to the bus stop because, you know, a few years older. But what what does that teach? That teaches you responsibility at a young age. Well, um, we're borderlining on not having a show tonight because, well, family yeah. problems. Yeah, I didn't know this. Nah. Well, because she didn't have the meltdown in her bedroom across the hall. I'm sure she's hearing me now, but I don't care. Um, Here it comes. You know how kids are cheating in school now? I can only guess. Google Drive. Makes sense. Not They all have Chromebooks. Um, When they're at home learning, distance learning, they use Chromebooks. In class, they use Chromebooks. And what comes with Chromebooks? Google Drive. And they're using Google Drive Word Docs as static poor man's chat rooms. We found... And the teachers and the administration didn't think of this ahead of time? I don't think they care. Um, We've had issues where... We've known for a while that a quote-unquote friend has been doing her work for her and providing her answers, which we have contacted this, her teacher and told her because Carrie's a teacher and she don't put up with that shit. After we had long talks with her about how copy and pasting is plagiarism and that you're supposed to find the source, write it in your own words, and turn it in where she'll just copy and paste it, tell us that she did the work. It's like... I Googled the question, found your answer, and not only is it word for word, but it's comma, <laughs> period, every, the grammar, it's exactly the same. At least throw in a, a couple of your words and bump out a couple of well, that's the thing too. the grammar up a little. We found one where she was doing an assignment, but she was copy and pasting the answers from a college equivalent of the same assignment. And so like by the third word, you know, you don't even know what that word means, let alone how to spell it. So you wouldn't, you can just read it like, this is clearly not the work. Hey, of sweetheart, a, of a, we need to have a, a, a little, um, a little uh, definition test. I'm going to write down some words. Well, I want you to give me the definition. These are the words you pulled from said paper. Well, the reason yeah. we're so distraught is because she has straight fucking A's, and she has straight A's for copy and paste and shit, and so she's not learning anything. And she's going to go off to high school next year, and she's going to get her ass kicked. And the fact that we reached out to the teachers and told them this shit was going on, so we got a little bit. What are you going to do about it? Oh, well, what we did is when we found um, a bunch of Google Drive documents that had answers and conversations. Delete. No, we shared them with the teachers and the principals. <laughs> As the evil laugh begins. So when they go to school tomorrow and the teachers and principals check their emails, they're going to get a share file request from a handful of students and they're going to see 
exactly what's going on because before we dropped the dime, we gave we gave her many a chance. Like, look, we know this girl's giving you answers. You guys got knocked off. We're gonna drop the dime. She's gonna get in trouble. She's gonna be pissed at you. It's been going on for You're months. Snitch man, snitches get stitches. But this shit's been going on for months, and and yeah. and now it's resulting in disrespect and arguing, and just we're like, you know what? Something's got to be done about this. We gave you the chance to stop doing it. We told one of your teachers who clearly doesn't give a shit. And you're once again, you're getting all A's in eighth grade, ninth grade. You're going to have fucking your world's going to come down on you because they're you're not going to be prepared by then. And you're not going to be prepared. And you're not going to be prepared. But yeah, it's just amazing that they're using Google Drive to uh, to cheat in classes and pass notes and hey, look, and, and, and even funnier. I, I was horrible at doing homework, right? Oh, I actually, was, I never did homework. But one of the things I had is I could pass every test. Figure that one out. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it, it drove dad nuts. It drove dad absolutely insane. He didn't understand how I could even pull off passing tests, which I did. I just, I hear it. I pretty much remember it. And that was it. You know, I didn't, didn't have to do the work. I mean, I could have got better test scores, but I had B's, a lot of B's, a lot of A's on tests. And that's what, bare, that's what made, it was my testing that made me through because school bored the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Teachers talking bored the shit out of me. I want you to dance, monkey. Keep me well, fucking plus, entertained. They didn't have, Keep me fucking engaged. They didn't have the medication back then either. Yeah, I'm thinking I probably slipped through the cracks a little bit. Well, we were just before the time. Yep. So apparently, as a child, according to her mother. Hold on. Did you hear this story? We know the world's going to shit in a handbasket. How's that for production? And all the large democratic cities are just fucking shitholes. Have you heard about Imagine that. This story. Prosecutors reject charges of five suspect involved in deadly sh- Chicago shootout citing mutual combat. I did hear that <laughs> and I thought. Huh. Quote, it's just that like the, actually sounds like something more right wing people would say. It's just like the Wild West, one police source says, of gun crimes in Chicago neighborhoods. Illinois prosecutors reject. Yeah, what are you going to do? Illinois prosecutors rejected charging five suspects in deadly gang related shootouts that unfolded in Chicago despite police reportedly seeking to charge all five suspects with murder and aggra- aggravated battery. The shootout took place in the Austin community of Chicago Friday morning. Um, and uh, I'm sorry, and was reportedly sparked by an internal dispute between two factions of Four Corners Hustlers gang. The Chicago Sun Times, uh, the Chicago Sun Times reported that's the bourbon kicking in, citing an internal police report that law enforcement sources familiar with the investigation. Five men were taken into custody over the shootout, which required SWAT team response and led police finding more than 70 shell casings. To be honest, 70 is really not a lot, considering each one holds about 18 rounds, but that's neither here nor there. Hey, they had a bunch of single stacks. Yeah, one shooter was left. Well, easier to conceal. Well, now, it's wintertime. They got the... Do they still wear starter jackets? No, I think they moved on to uh, Carhartt because Carhartts are cool now. I think there's a lot of North Face, too. Yes, yeah. Carhartt, which used to be Redneck Gucci, right? Mm-hmm. That's uh, why I still wear Dicky. Anyhow, I digress. One shooter was left dead and two suspects wounded. The police source told the outlet that the law enforcement sought murder and aggravated battery charges of all five suspects, as you think they should and would, even though they have Lori Lightfoot running that shithole of the city. 
By Sunday morning, however, they released were were by Sunday morning, however, Bourbon, they were released without charges. Quote, mutual combatants were cited as the reason for the rejection, a police report revealed to the Chicago Sun-Times said the state's attorney's office made the decision. The report also noted that the suspects weren't cooperating with the investigation. Mutual combat is a legal phrase defined as, quote, fight and into which both parties enter willingly. No, that's a fucking boxing match. Or And there's usually disclaimers and liability releases that have these signed. Contracts and weigh-ins and sanctions and safety protocols in which two persons upon a sudden quarrel and in hot-blooded mutual fighting upon equal terms. Now, something tells me... This is me, setting a precedent. Something tells this me if you go to Chicago and get in a old-school fisticuff punch-out, you'll still get arrested for aggravated assault and battery. So, if you can have... So, does that mean now in Chicago, if you have a disagreement with somebody, you can have an old Western gun duel? The mutual combat is a legal phrase defined as, quote, fighting in which both parties enter willingly or in which two persons upon a sudden quarrel and in a hot-blooded mutual fight upon equal terms. I challenge you to a duel! But if one person's carrying a revolver... And the other person's mm-hmm. carrying a Glock. Is that mm-hmm. mutual? Is that equal terms? Well, the guy with the revolver may actually be a better uh, shot. You mm-hmm. never know. Nah, not with that two-pound trigger pull. It always kind of pulls you off your sight reacquisition. Fox News attempted to verify the statement of the police report, but Chicago police said the FOIA request must be filed <laughs> to obtain a report. The FOIA request has been since filed. Cook County State's Attorney Office, however, issued a statement that painted a different picture of why the charges were dropped. See, this is the whole beginning of the story sets up this, and then possibly so is this the, the truth, truth comes part out. of the story, or it's the truth because you know Fox News is not much different than anybody else. The Cook County State's, uh, I'm sorry, prosecutors had determined that the evidence was insufficient to meet our burden of proof to approve felony charges. Hmm. Uh, Christina v- Villarreal, a spokes a spokeswoman for. The Cook County State's Attorney Office said, adding to, that the police agreed with the decision. The Cook County State's Attorney's Office did not immediately respond, yada, yada, yada. It's just like the Wild West, we already read. Uh, a similar mutual combat incident also reportedly unfolded in somewhere in Illinois, Schaumburg, last week Schaumburg. after. Schaumburg after that's actually kind of a, um, a nice area. After 18 year old man was stabbed to death in an incident caught on film. Um, Hmm. he died Tuesday after he was met with another teenager for a one-on-one fight, according to the family. But once again, if only one party has a knife, it's not equal terms. Someone's playing dirty pool, but yeah, so that's, and we know skateboards don't count as deadly weapons. I just, in that particular case, well, in that particular case, he's, he'll say it's not a deadly weapon, but on the next case, where you know his somebody his, dies his client was stabbed with a spoon, uh, you know, and died, and he's seeking money for the family. He'll he'll talk Stabbing about how with a spork. Why a spork, cousin? No, it's a spoon. I'll cut your heart out with a spoon. Why a spoon, cousin? Because it'll hurt where she dealt. That was off of Robin Hood, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh. So we're all familiar with the Amazon scam, right? Where Amazon calls you saying somebody in Ohio bought a nine hundred dollar iPhone, and then they ask you to log you in. You got charges pending for usually an, an, an Apple product somewhere. It's an Apple product or Microsoft Office. Well, the scammers are kind of sticking it to the people over at Malwarebytes. 
the new one is an email scam coming from what appears to be Malwarebytes, which for those you probably don't know or you should know, Malwarebytes is a free program where you can buy the $35 version that helps remove malware pop-ups and the program version of that same scam. Mm-hmm. Well, people are getting emails from malware saying, we've renewed your subscription for $519. Now, obviously, I just said it's a $35 a year product. Blink, blink. So, hmm, there's a thought. But the reason they do such outlandish numbers is because they're trying to fool you because all the scams are the same and they usually go after older people. And here's the scam for those of you guys who don't know. Whether it's Apple, Amazon, whatever, you're going to get a phone call or an email saying you're charged for an absurd amount of money to something that's going to piss you off enough to call that number and demand satisfaction, right? So you call in. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we need to refund you some money. What, what, what do you mean? Let's cancel this policy. So we're going to refund you money. Okay. So I'm going to refund you $519. And what's, $519, your, what's your bank account number, your routing number? Okay. It's a one, two, three. No, sir, you seem to be struggling a bit. Would it be easier if I logged into your computer and assisted you in this? Yeah, it would. I can't tell the difference between a seven and a one. Please help me out. So what they do is they use remote login software, and they'll launch Google Chrome. They'll have the person log into their bank account. Ain't that neat. He can get on my computer and he ain't even here. And Google Chrome has this feature where you can hit, I think, F11 or F12 and it'll show you the... Um, now, where's that F11 key? Well, you wouldn't know this, but... So what they do is they'll come in there, say they got to transfer money. They have to do it. They got some sensitive material so they don't want okay. you to see it. So they'll black out the screen. Mm -hmm. Then they hit F12 and they can change the source code on the website, not on the actual website, but on the website displaying on your on your computer screen. Do it in real time. You go in there, change the, and so what they do is the customer will have their balance up, and then they'll say, okay, we're transferring money, I gotta block out the screen. They'll pull up F12, they'll change the balance to something else. Obviously it doesn't affect a real website, just what's being displayed on their page. They'll hit F12 to hide that code, bring the screen back, and you'll be like, um, wait a minute, you're supposed to refund me $519. You gave me $3,500. <gasps> and then they pretend to freak out. Oh, my God, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my job. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to go down to Walmart, buy some Green Dot uh -huh. gift cards. Okay. And then they green Dot gift card. And then they scam people. And okay. that's, that's the whole ruse. It goes on and on and on. So they have to keep changing everything. And so it went from Amazon to Microsoft. And now, ironically, they're going after... Malware bites, pretending to be from malware bites because you know why not pretend to be the company who actually goes out of their way <laughs> to stop your your shitty attack on people. So I just I've seen a couple of those in the last week, so I just wanted to pass that along to you guys. Um, Considered it passed. I'm looking. I we had a a whole commercial from a sponsor. Um, I got too many soundboards here. Oh, now the time is going to pass, and it won't even be... Oh, no, no. Ah, Anyhow, I digress. Oh, wait a minute, here it is. Introducing the Greenmark Prepaid Visa Credit Card, the most widely used prepaid Visa credit card when it comes to scamming rubes on the internet. Thanks to the Greenmark card, I was able to settle my tax code violations with the IRS with one easy transaction of $699. No lawyers, no accountants, what a great deal. And Greenmark card made it so easy. 
Thanks, Greenmark Card. Greenmark invests its own money to help you save up for the future by paying you an unlimited 4% cash back bonus when you make an online purchase. But keep in mind, if you're dumb enough to prepay for a car off a of Facebook Marketplace before you see the car or even get the title, that shit's on you. And we, we know offer you no to with protection. A Wait, no protection at all? That's right. The Greenmark Card is the preferred choice by desperate Middle Easterners looking to rip off naive American senior citizens. When my grandson called me in a pickle and explained that he was on a missionary trip to Africa, lost his wallet, and his wife took ill, I was able to help him out in a jiffy, thanks to the Greenmark card. So why not join hundreds of thousands of unsatisfied, ripped-off Greenmark users who think they're internet savvy but still find themselves preloading hundreds of dollars onto a Greenmark card at 3 a.m. in a local Walmart? When I got that email from someone I didn't know, warning me that they captured me in photos looking at certain websites that may or may not have been porn, and that if I didn't pay them $500, they would share them with everyone I know in my contact list. Well, it was a godsend to know that Greenmark was there, and I was able to pay them off with no paper trail. Thanks, Greenmark! The Greenmark card, it's the number one choice by internet scammers and hackers worldwide when it comes to ripping off naive Westerners. We here at Greenmark know this, but take no action to protect you, our clients. After all, we still get our beaks wet. Whoa, 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 what? The Greenmark card, get it where all fine prepaid credit cards are available. Suckers. The Greenmark card is not responsible for any fraudulent or moralist engagements between a second and or third party when used to pay for any goods, services, actions, or sexual deviancy. How long has it been since Bill's been on the show? It's been a while, and I just love watching the Facebook chat because... I'm watching Facebook do the closed caption for that entire thing. But yeah, it's been a while since Bill's been on the show. I have to reach out to him. See what's going on. You know, when you think you hear Bebop crying, she wants in Nugget True. When you think Toyota and you think Prius, you think, well, actually, when you think hybrids, Toyota is one of the first on the market with a Prius, right? Yeah, absolutely. I was a little befuddled when I saw this headline. Toyota forms, quote, Team Japan to help keep combustion engines alive. Toyota's continued resistance to BEVs is becoming more and more prevalent. Just days after refusing to sign the climate pledge aiming to phase out fossil fuel vehicles by 2040, Toyota has organized a team to promote the combustion engine in the electronic age. Quote, Team Japan consists of Toyota, Subaru, Mazda, Kawasaki, and Yamaha. The group works together on the development of greener fueling options as well as hydro, I'm sorry, hydro, hydrogen tech. It's weird. Hydrogen. Hydrogen tech. Hydrogen. What was in the... Um, no, I know hydrogen is, but the way it's spelled out, I thought they're going for some kitschy car name, like okay. abbreviation. Gotcha. The coalition will see that the five companies develop carbon neutral fuels for racing. Meanwhile, Toyota mm -hmm. and Mazda will together develop a 1.5 liter Skyactiv-D engine, see, powered by biodiesel. Subaru will work with Toyota for 2022's Super uh, Tailaku Series endurance season with both companies collaborating to make... Ooh, somebody's got a... Uh, what we Child call... Child abduction. Yeah. Nah, Dad didn't return him on time. He, he missed his drop-off at McDonald's. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> no, it's not. McDonald's is the nationwide drop-off, and it has been since divorces bite. That's where all parents who don't get along drop off their kids for visitation weekend. Yeah, that's one notification you can't turn off. It, it's going to go through. It's going to go through. Furthermore, Yamaha Kawasaki are considering working on hydrogen engines for motorcycles. Toyota clearly believes other solutions such as hydrogen will pay for their part in the sustainable future. The idea Tesla CEO Elon Musk has labeled minded I'm sorry, mind-bogglingly stupid in the past. 
Well, let's uh, let's stop Hold right on. there. I, I just so, got I got one paragraph. Despite all this, Toyota still intends to compete in the BEV space through its BZ4X crossover, which will arrive in the mid 2022s. Toyota released the following statement that. After the announcement of the coalition, quote, by promoting future collaboration and producing, transporting, and using fuel in combination with internal combustion, combustion engines, the five companies aim to provide customers with a greater choice. And I think what it is, is I think the Japanese market don't have tunnel vision. They realize that there are a lot, there are more undeveloped countries, there are more middle of nowheres out there that do not have the infrastructure required for charging cars and that if we completely got rid of the internal combustion engine space those countries would be basically like cuba has been for the last 50 years where they're continuing to maintain outdated cars just because that's all they can get and they're smart enough to realize that by killing off the internal combustion engine you're alienating a huge part of the world that and one thing and I'm going to steal by the. I'm going to steal Al Gore's name of his movie Inconvenient Truth. It was originally called one, A Brick in the Toilet. And one inconvenient truth that nobody's talking about is the environmental damage and water consumption lithium mining takes, especially mm -hmm. in South America, where lithium mining is taking 65% of the water in an already arid area thus affecting the farmers and then the basically blood diamond or slave type labor mm -hmm. it takes to get coltan and cobalt out of the earth so not to mention let's, all let's the turn our eyes away from the humanitarian crisis caused by making these batteries um yes you can recycle them down but let's look at it up front i will full i will only fully buy into electrical electric cars once those issues are solved two things have to be well solved three things correctly. one you're absolutely right um and you're you're referring to the front end of manufacturing let's yes. not forget about the back end where you see well they can recycle these things down into your phones and everything else mm. I'm, I'm okay with well, that. Hold, well hold tight because let's not forget the third world country where they have stacks and stacks of phones and motherboards where these poor kids are sitting there trying to smelt and basically Dis they're basically dismantling these motherboards to get these important components Same slave off. labor, just the opposite. And the their their water, it's all leaking into their water because that's why you can't mm -hmm. throw, as an IT department... But hey, hey, Don. I can't throw computers in the dumpster. I have to recycle Don? them because of Don? the biohazard material. What you don't understand is as long as it's not in our backyard... Oh, yeah, not my backyard, just like the prisons. You know, as long as it's not in our backyard, mm -hmm. we can turn a blind eye because it's for the greater good. So these poor areas are just going to have to suffer a little well, longer. Well, and you're bordering on it. You're, you're right next to California. And it, it, to me, I find it so funny. 40% of the people moving into the valley is from California, by I, the way. I find it so funny that California is, quote, unquote, leading the charge on electric vehicles, but they don't have the infrastructure to provide AC on a hot day without doing roaming brownouts in their fucking city. And brownouts. How about brown sidewalks from all the bum shit? But still, we're, we're leading the charge here. We want you to charge your cars, but we don't have enough power on 120 degree days when everybody turns their AC up to 75 to provide enough electricity to cool homes and businesses, let alone charge your fucking Priuses and your Teslas. Hey, and I'm and where I'm at, I'm still putting power back on the grid, so I'm doing my share. One more thing before we get to the news, I I lost the fight. I went down the I I, I climbed on the Squid Game bandwagon. 
I was right. It's not a bandwagon. You you got to give it a chance. I was right. Uh-huh. The voice, not the acting of the actors, but the voiceover actors were as bad as I anticipated. Yes. Did you kind of feel like the voiceover actor for contestant 001 was doing a John Leguizamo impression? <laughs> Kinda. Have you gotten all the way through Squid Game? Yes. If you go back to John Leguizamo's one-man play, um, I can't remember which one because he's done a handful, but at the end, he's doing a scene where it's him in the future looking back on his past, and he's doing an old man voice. And the actor who does the role of contestant 001 sounds like he's trying to do that John Leguizamo impression, which is great because the actor's face looks like John Leguizamo when he's making certain faces. Well, because there was especially a certain female uh, participant that was extremely annoying voice-wise. Yes. Um, I would almost, I want to, I kind of want to watch it again with just the subtitles now that I know what's going on and, and see. I think I'll see if she, it's, if it's if a lot the, better. Everybody says native, you should watch it that way. If the native tongue has the same shrill to it. Yeah, but what they did actually a decent job of kind of, and I think that's why the language was a little elementary, matching up the words with the mouth for the most part. It's way better than, say, an old Bruce Lee film. Well, what always, what always reminds us of how dumb we are <laughs> whenever I watch these foreign on TV. shows like um, Babylon Berlin mm -hmm. takes place pre-World uh, War, post-World War One, pre-World War Two. It's a great show. If you haven't seen it, watch it. I strongly suggest you watch it in German and read the subtitles. But in shows like that, the Germans speak Germans, the French speak French, the English speak English. It's not all one. And just like in Squid Games, when they had, which ironically the evil people were white, white <laughs> rich white guys, figure that one out. And one had a pretty good Texas accent. They all spoke English, and it wasn't you know Korean overdub. So all these other countries, they actually... They have the correct language spoken for the people in which they're portrayed in, where us Americans don't do that. But um, I, I can imagine right now, one, it, it also reminded me and Carrie both of how horrible, ugly American we are. Because, wow, those South Koreans, they sure do, they sure do uh, have a nice film set. You know, this wasn't a. They're like, oh yeah, they make cell phones and they have technology. They're in 2021. It's not like 1973 over there, from? South Korea. And but um, that was by no means a low budget. That that was just you know obviously the costumes for what they were looked low budget, but that set in and of itself was tremendous. The concept is pretty good. Yes, and that's what I was going to say. I'm sure right now South Korea is being inundated with douchebag Hollywood producers looking for original storylines because I told Carrie, well, originally I told her, I said, isn't it crazy how the most original storyline in a long time came out of South Korea? Then I got to realize, well, it's kind of like a modern-day version of Saul, but you, I digress. You know, the, the, the you've heard of the TV series with Freddie Highmore in it who played Norman Bates called uh, The Good Doctor? Mm-hmm. That's how South Korea originally um, let's see, The Office, out of UK, a um, bunch of shows are out of other places. But anyhow, my point being is we know that the American Hollywood just regurgitates existing properties, and um, I'm sure now South Korea is being inundated, every writer is being inundated with 
American producers that are trying to find some original storylines because all our shit's fucked out over here. The so question bad. I have to you is, will you watch the new season of Squid Game? Yeah, I'll watch it. It was like I said, I was not disappointed with it. It was a lot better than I anticipated. Um, you can also tell it was South Korean because the first few episodes was a slow build up for character development, which we, to me it was like a mix between Fight Club and Requiem for a Dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, have you been watching Yellowstone? Yes, I have. One thing I didn't realize until I saw a TikTok. Have you ever kind of got the sense that Yellowstone has a little bit of a Sons of Anarchy flavor to it? Well, there's a couple of people from Sons of Anarchy. The writer of the show. a couple of writers. The writer of the show who also plays the the main, um, not cowboy on the ranch, but the actual cowboy in the ring, the guy Mm -hmm. who's foreman, he played the sheriff on Sons of Anarchy for the first two seasons. Yes. So, Before Charlie Utter was in. Yes. He was the, I guess you maybe even say the deputy, but yeah, he was the the sheriff. I saw that on TikTok, but yeah. I, I tell you what, the Beth character, the only other character in any of television to even match her would be Calamity Jane from Deadwood. Yes, but Calamity Jane didn't have the... Um, and she was a drunk. The je ne sais quoi, or the, uh, yeah. the, the, the power. She didn't have of, the command of the English language. Or the uh, the command of the uh, human eye. <laughs> the command of the human eye. I mean. You realize who her husband is in that, right? No. He played the redhead in um, Days and Confused. About Rip? Yeah, he played in Days and Confused as the redhead he, with the paddle. And he, he also played in. Um, remember that movie with. That movie Paparazzi, mm-hmm. he that was him, he, he he. But yes, he was the redhead who hung out with the black dude and and um, Ben Affleck in um, Days and Confused. I tell you what, I give Paramount Network credit because they have been running some stuff that's only on Paramount Network Plus, and one of them is a Yellowstone origin story. If you kind of caught. It, there's a little bit of that thrown back yeah. to 1873, and I think that's the. It's called 1883, actually. And who returns to being a cowboy? Mm-hmm. Who's the actor? I don't know. I'm Sam- just. I'm only on episode two, so. No, no. There's commercials running. You can only oh, watch I... 1883 on, 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 uh, on Paramount Plus, and it's got Sam Elliott. My only problem with that is, and I think we've talked about it before. I know I've talked about it somewhere, but anyhow. Hey man, you need to disconnect. You got to cut the cord. Save money. Cut the cord. And I get it. We've said before in the next 10 years there's everything's going to be streaming. You're not going to have a Comcast per se. Honest, You're not going to have a Direct TV per se. One of the picture quality's better. Oh, I'm sure it is. One thing Direct TV finally got smart and one of my clients has it because we live in Florida in the summertime, it's a fucking lightning storm every day. If you have satellite, you, you lose signal. What Direct TV is doing now is you just get their box and you just stream everything over the internet there's no more satellite yeah. dish and my, but, my dish has been internet connected for 10 years but the, my point being is in another 10 years there's not going to be any cable service or satellite service everything's going to be streaming but well the only cable service you have will be for your internet yes but right now well until the government nationalizes it because everybody needs internet for equality um it's in the infrastructure plan yep which if they if it's that, passed if that it's pa- the got build ba- off no no I'm talking about the build back better plan that yeah, is just no. fucking socialism wrapped in a fucking red bow hopefully that don't get through but anyhow I digress but my point being is is right now in modern times with the internet I mean with Comcast and whatever Cox whatever your internet service provider and Dish or Directv 
if you cut the cord, okay, well, now you got to pay $9 a month for Disney Plus, seven or eight bucks for Paramount Plus, five or six for Discovery Plus. By the time you pay for all that shit, you're back up to the $60, $70, $80 a month that you're paying for your cable bill. 120 I'm paying. But your 120 includes your internet. So no, it doesn't. Well, see, that's a th- see how Comcast gets you is they basically. That's because I got I got Cox for my internet, and then I got Dish we'll see, for my entertainment. Down here, you can go with CenturyLink, and then they team up with Dish or DirecTV. And how it works down here is, you, whatever service you keep will be the more expensive one. So you say, okay, I'm going to keep my internet, but get rid of my cable. Then your mm-hmm. cable, you're only saving eighty dollars a month. It's your internet with a three hundred mugs down. So once again, by the time you pay for eight different services, you're already up to the same eighty dollars a month. So why not just keep your fucking cable? Yeah, well, I want to get rid of the dish. Uh, we were going to, and we decided to keep it because we wanted to watch Golden Knights games. Then come to find out, AT and T Sportsnet wanted to raise because they were the competitor, wanted to raise the uh, fee to Dish, and we no longer can watch Golden Knights games. Well, that was the issue I had when I had DirecTV. Is we actually paid extra for the sports channel out of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So I can watch all the minor league baseball games, all the drunken softball games. But when that Penguins game came on that channel, they'd fucking turn the shit off unless I paid yeah. for center ice. I was like, that's bullshit. I'm already paying no, this for wasn't it. No, this wasn't blacked out. It was all part of the deal, which was great. But now... Joining us now from the Digital 410 West News Desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, how are you doing tonight? As we said at the top of the show, I'm fine. Um, all right. Well, we're just going to start this. Okay. I'm playing a song that's referenced to a story. I have checked and checked and did not see any copyright on said song. So here we go. Now, I don't know what you did different. Okay. After the turn of the century in the clear blue skies over Germany came a roar and a thunder. Have never heard like the screaming sound of a big warbird. Up in the sky, a man in a plane. Baron von Richthofen was his name. Eighty men tried and eighty men died. Now they're buried together on the countryside. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty or more. The bloody red Baron was rolled up the score. We have no video, by the way. So this song is the Snoopy versus Red Bloody Rand Baron, and the reason I'm playing this song. Well, turn off your screen share just because we have no video now. It blacked out again. Okay. Hopefully it comes back. I may have to kill it like we did last week. Oh, that would be horrible. Yes. The reason, and we'll go ahead with the story, is, uh, well, they want to send Snoopy to space. I thought they were going to send Big Bird to space. No, that was oh, back in the day. Well, they should. Big Bird was actually slated to be on the space shuttle ship that blew up, but I think he got sick. Yeah, huh, we, we have blacked out shot. screen. So, um, Gordon, I'm going to kill the thing. We're, um, we're still going to stay broadcasting, but hold tight. Gordon, I'll send you another invite. In the meantime, this is a problem with OBS and Zoom. The fact that if we do a screen share... It kills it, and I have to start everything all over again, and it's just ridiculous how we try to bring new, more and more features to you guys, but uh, things get messed up. You would think after a pandemic and all that, 
And I have the latest, latest version of OBS as far as I know, but you would think after all this time with pandemic and all that, OBS would have it sorted out that if someone did a screen share, it wouldn't completely hey. kill the video, but we're back. We are back. All right. So hopefully I will be on here in a sec. Here I come. The reason I play that, and I had cut it just a little early before they talked about the dog with the funny black nose. Mm. A new rocket designed to launch humans to the moon, Mars, and beyond. Will launch next year from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. And by the way, that song is done by a band out of Tampa originally. <clears throat> On board will be a familiar, familiar dog, Snoopy. So they're going to fly a five-ounce plush toy version of the Daydreaming Beagle. Wearing a spacesuit designed according to NASA's strict specifications, who has an important job for the Artemis One unmanned mission. Artemis. Pie. So unlike the Russians who flew live dogs in the space, oh, that would not fly ever. <laughs> we're going to fly a stuffed Snoopy. Speaking of dogs, have you noticed <laughs> that uh, Fauci's been persona non grata lately? I haven't seen him on any news. I haven't seen him on CNN since the whole Beagle testing shit came out. Like, yeah, all the Fauci lovers have dropped good. him like a fucking paper sack. I would like to see his face through a cage getting eaten by sand flies. But that, that just goes to show <laughs> you how we are when it comes to our pets. This guy yeah. could be allegedly responsible for... What we're Allegedly. dealing with, with the, um, what do they call that? Um, test and something or other, anyhow. Um, Animal testing. No, I'm talking about the pa the pandemic. Um, gain and function. Gain of function He, he may be responsible or partially responsible for COVID, but they keep yeah. denying it, denying it. CNN, MSNBC kept propping him up. But once the story broke about the Beagles, they dropped him like a fucking ex-wife. Yeah. Getting fat kid, holy shit. Speak <sighs> hey, wait a second. She's a uh, oval. The doctor said she's rectangle. She needs to be pyramid, but she's rectangle. She's a little fat, but we don't discuss those things in her presence. She's very sensitive. You know, she's so hold on, let me cover her ears. She's thinking she's so lollipop. sensitive that if you fart when she farts, if you say PU, she gets up and leaves. It hurts her feelings because when she was a puppy and she would fart, we're like, oh, be you, and she'd get up and leave. Because so the tone was that as she did something bad. So we can't say that when she farts. Would you stop licking me? Well, you know, hopefully this spring all the dogs will get to meet somewhere in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. stop. And that's a, But anyway, so they're going to fly this stuffed animal. NASA has actually used the stuffed animals on flights because when the little guys start to float, it indicates the spaceship has entered zero gravity. And since toys are soft and light, they won't break anything or you accidentally strike a button. So the Artemis 1 mission is scheduled to circle the moon, then return to Earth in February as a dry run with astronauts, making sure that all systems are working. Or rephrase that, a dry run without astronauts, just a Snoopy, making sure that all systems are working for future crewed missions. And also aboard will be two Lego figurines, which is part of an educational series. I bet you it's going to be Star Wars. Um, the upcoming mission announcement coincides with the release Friday of a second seven-second Snoopy in Space, the Emmy-nominated animated series, which is found on Apple TV+. Mm -hmm. Everything that's a streaming online service only will have a 
Plus at the end of it. Speaking of space, plus Apple more TV money. Plus, actually, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. You can go see yours truly in The Right Stuff, episode one and four. Season one saw Snoopy become an astronaut and land on the moon. Season two of this series Fake shows news, him we never landed further. on the moon. It was a set in Hollywood. And what showrunner Mark Evestaff called an epic road trip. So, needless to say, they're getting Snoopy into space. Well, speaking of World War I, we're going to skip ahead. Because, uh... The Flying Tigers. China. Mm-hmm. Flying Tigers. Which, by the way, China. for those who don't know, um, on the new Top Gun movie, Maverick had removed his Flying Tigers emblem from his vest because they were out of Taiwan. And we know how the Chinese feel about Taiwan. And you got to make the overlords happy. Well, China, if you think Taiwan belongs to you and a Taiwanese guy has got the flying tigers on, then you're good. So, veterans and officials from China... No, but Maverick had to remove it from the new Top Gun. He had to take it off his jacket because China basically runs Hollywood. Veterans and officials from China and the United States, and this is coming out of Beijing on the AP, by the way, on Tuesday celebrated the 80th anniversary of the flying tigers. This is American pilots who flew for China during World War II as a historic example of better relations and cooperation. Hey, man, we've done it in the past, right? That's because Japan was up their ass and they needed our help. They weren't like super communist then either. Online event came the day leaders of the two countries held a summit by video link, basically a Zoom call, and at the time... When ties have sunk to a multi-decade low, as Don said, we'll probably go to war in two years. And I have a feeling when, speaking of that, when uh, the Chinese leader says, hi, old friend, I mm-hmm. just flash to every movie where they become enemies and refer to each other as old friends. And well, then he, did that, apart. he did that to show Biden who's in charge because Biden has been on the news and everyone's saying, no, we're not friends. We have no relationship. And that was basically China saying, Listen here, little bitch. We're in charge. What's up, old friend? Basically negating everything Biden has said in the last two years about him not having a relationship with China. So that was China fucking showing their dick, man. They basically backed him in the corner. Said, shut up and sit down, feeble old fuck. Yep. So, needless to say, this group out of China was trying to... It is a group uh, called the National Committee of the Chinese People Political Consultative Conference. Holy fuck, that's a lot of words. Well, I, I'm, sure, of C's I'm sure it made a lot cute of P's. Uh, that would be the NCCPPCC. An umbrella for the non-communist entities. Well, that's permitted by the government. Relations face a serious test as Chinese Ambassador Washington Qingjiang he pointed to the Flying Tigers as an example of cooperation for t- tackling global issues such as COVID-19 and climate oh, change. Real quick background. Flying Tigers was sent by President Franklin Roosevelt before the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor in December 1941. Drew the United, that drew over. the United States into war. The Americans helped protect planes carrying supplies from British-ruled South Asia over the Himalayas into China. It was some of the, according to Robin Moore, a veteran of the Flying Tigers, it was some of the most difficult flying in the world. You can fly on a clear day from Assam to China by just following the shiny planes that have gone down. The clandestine efforts uh, was led by retired Army officer Claire Lee Chenault, whose daughter, Cynthia Chenault, read uh, during the meeting 
from the letter he wrote. When all well-known roads are blocked, a new path must be opened, she read. Cynthia Chenault, an emeritus professor of the Chinese literature at the University of Florida, expressed hope that American and Chinese will not be blocked by past failure, but together open new path of collaboration for the world's well-being. I hope so, too, as long as we don't collaborate the wrong direction. Communist China uh, came to power because after the war, when we went in there to kick the Japanese out, there was a power vacuum, and then they had a civil war, which we were not allowed to get involved with, and that's when Mao Zedong took over. Um, Henry Sledge, who is now a co-host, one of my two co-hosts on the What's the Skullbutt podcast, is his father is the famous... Eugene Sledge, who's portrayed in the HBO show The Pacific, based on his father's book with the old breed. The publisher at the time wanted to keep with the old breed to 333 pages, so his mother and his father took the final chapters and published a book called China Marine, which I just read. And it's actually talking about, they don't talk about this in HBO Pacific. After the war, his father did not go home. He actually spent a year in China doing occupational duty. Help China. get help and you know make sure the Japanese did what they're supposed to do. And he actually talks about how it was weird. He spent so many years fighting the Japanese, and now he's there on occupational duty. And the Japanese are t- teamed up with the the actual um, Chinese National Army trying to fight off the communists. And he's there um, basically watching these Japanese tanks and Japanese soldiers walk ten feet past him where uh, six months he would instinctively shoot him and watch him go fight against the communists but that's how the communists took over it was a power vacuum after world war ii when japan was kicked out of china gotcha last story from the ap coming out of a town called freedom maine a worried word road runner is on the men in maine on the mend what was that maine. A wayward road runner is on the mend in Maine. Holy fucking alliteration and tongue twister. After traveling across the country in a moving van. This greater road runner, a species of the southwestern United States, hitched a ride in a storage area of a moving van God, from, well, Las Vegas. What was that again? Nope. Road runner. No, the opening. A wayward road runner is Why on the mend. Why does it have mend. to be a tongue twister? Sorry, it took so long to get to that joke. Why does it have yeah. to be a tongue twister? Right, one more time. A I wayward need a producer. road runner. Why does it have to be a tongue mend. twister? Needless to say, this bird had traveled. Bird, <laughs> bird had traveled from West, from Las Vegas to Westbrook, Maine, and uh, was <laughs> taken. And the volunteers did take these bird, said bird to the Avian Haven, a bird rehabilitation. <laughs> the wayward roadrunner was taken to an Avian Haven. Why does it have to be a tongue twister? <laughs> right. Avian Haven representatives said that they took a call about bird, the bird in November the 13th and that it continued to rest Tuesday. They said the Facebook post that the bird was remarkably good shape, having been stuck in a van for four days. <laughs> And might have uh, lost a little weight on this journey. The center is looking for a way to return said roadrunner back to Nevada <laughs> once it is healthy enough, according to Diane Wynn, Avian Haven's executive director. Hello, nurse. The center has created a special habitat for this bird that is warmer than typical outdoor areas. Well, because it's from Vegas, although, hey, it does get cold here. Is it the wayward, run ab- run, the wayward road runner runabout? 
Pretty much. I think we should use that as a exercise before we get on the air. I think Wayward Roadrunner Runabout will be the name of this episode. Why does it have to be Way- a tongue twister? Wayward Roadrunner Runabout is on the Minden, Maine at the Avian Haven. Anyway, so that's it. Sea cell seashells on the seashore. And this concludes the evening news, and now back to the ACT Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida. The same is not true for people. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the What's in Your Head podcast. As always, this episode of the What's in Your Head podcast is brought to you by our friends at At Computers. At Computers has been providing IT solutions for all of Southwest Florida since 2004. And even if you don't live in Southwest Florida, they can help you via their website, Remote Connection. Obviously, you need internet to do that, but they can still help you. Give them a call at 239-283-1120. And if you do live here in Southwest Florida, they can help you with computer repair, maybe speeding up your existing computer by ghosting over your hard drive to a solid-state drive. We've been doing a lot of that lately. Uh, keyboard, keyboard repair, uh, motherboard replacements, anything. Uh, let's say, hypothetically, you have somebody walk into your lobby and get pissed and slam your monitor on the floor. They can be there post-haste of the learner monitor. Not that that happened today. And they can help you. So give them a call at 239-283-1120. That's 239-283-1120. Or go to act-capecoral.com. Thank you guys so much. And please head over to Patreon. we got some new Patreon members you want to help contribute to the show, the podcast, the YouTube channel. And all that good stuff, please head over to Patreon, look for Digital 410, or simply go to whatsinyourhead.com or d-410.com. Click on that orange link, sign up. It's only a dollar a month. There's also a $3.50 plan, and there is a $7.50 month plan. That's all it'll cost you. And uh, yeah, so if you want to contribute the... uh, That'll go a long way to help help with the show. So thank you guys so much, and as always, we will talk to you all next week. Ah, damn it. We will talk to you next week. This has been a Digital 410 production.